Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-hosts, Ryan and Nick. I don't really have anything for you today, <laughs> but I'm back, and you can't keep me down. Can't keep him, keep him. <laughs> Man, two weeks off and rusty. <laughs> yeah, oh man. We're gone for two weeks, and we all fall apart. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything, just... You want to take that again? No, perfect. Leave it in. Yeah, That's... Leave it in. It's groovy and fun. Yeah. That way nobody can say we're not authentic. All right. We are authentic. Oh, you got lucky. I messed up because I was going to sing the WandaVision song, but I'll, I'll let it go now. You'll let it go. Yeah. It was like, we'll spare the listeners this time. Just there, There'll be plenty of opportunities for Nick to sing. Yeah. Don't worry. There have been a lot of, yeah. There's a lot I of. I thought there'd be more singing, actually. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I I anticipate there going there's going to be a musical episode. I it think it's going to happen. There's got to be coming. Yeah, yeah, both of them can sing very well, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, right, he, Paul Bettany, he can sing. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming everyone in Hollywood can sing and dance. And, you know what I mean? Do yeah, 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 triple threat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I Paul think they can. Paul Bettany is a little bit like Chris uh, Paul Rudd. He doesn't age really. He looks the same oh. for like the whole time I've known him. He was in like the Da Vinci Code 20 yeah. years ago. Looks like the same guy. He looks it, it's funny master because master and commander looks exactly the same. What's up with that? It, guy? It's funny because he he kind of looks already old. So you're yeah. saying that he looks He's always old. sort of looks <laughs> like, like 38 or something like that, right? Yeah. So when uh, that old 38 is old, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. He, he he does look like an older gentleman, but it's funny to think that maybe if he was 16, he looked like that. <laughs> to, to Tyler, who's 13 years old, 38 is like a grandpa. Yeah, that's way too. Yeah. I can't even imagine. practically dead. Practically. <laughs> Dead, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. At least dead for dead for at least ten years. That's for sure. So, <laughs> oh man. All right. Are you guys ready to get it right into it? What do you think? Spoilers, non-spoilers. Just rip the bandaid off. I say rip the bandaid off because yeah, I think so. I think this. everybody yeah. who wants to be watching is watching. Yeah. So yeah. this is your spoiler warning, at least for the first three episodes with Wandavision. Um, immediately, what did you guys think? At least with those first two episodes, love it, hate it. Just oh, okay. we just immediately jump yeah, into it. Oh, right shoot. into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm 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 in a meh kind of field right now. Yeah. Because the the main I, 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 like the only thing that's intriguing is the mystery. That that's the thing that's that's really getting to me. But everything else, like the core of the show with the spoof off of the sitcoms and stuff like that, I'm not really into. And I get it. Like that's that's the whole point. They want to introduce this you, intrigue and this you, mystery. Yeah, I don't want to cut you off, just, Ryan, but you guys are the comic fans, and I want to get into this part before we get you know at least into the rating side of it. Uh, you know, is it just are there millions of Easter eggs that I'm just not getting uh, and you guys are getting because you're more into the lore or what am I missing there? Because it's a mystery. I'm not sure these characters are sort of carrying it per se enough for me. Um, but is there enough there? Like, I think I'm just sort of enjoying sort of the homages that they're doing and I'm not really catching many Easter eggs. What am I missing here? Um, the Easter eggs I've seen, of course, are just kind of tied more into the MCU. Like, and they're going to do that thing where they take characters from the comic lines and they're just going to kind of reimagine them or tweak them to fit them into their own universe. Uh, but at least with but are this, like they giving like... you like nerdgasms and stuff? Like, are they that sort? Because nah, I, I feel like I the, the stuff so. I read about, like that's what people are latching onto. 
And I feel like it might be over my head. Yeah, I think uh, at least with my nerdgasm, I wouldn't even call it a nerdgasm. And of course, we're into spoiler spoiler territory was with episode three when they start, you know, he she talks about uh, Quicksilver, you know, yeah. and it's like, the first, yeah, it's like the first time since Age of Ultron that they've ever mentioned Quicksilver like, at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talked about this before and I was thinking in my mind, oh, my goodness, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're going to bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> they he was don't. just gonna walk in the door. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, you know what? He died. Well, fuck him." <laughs> All right, the- so we're we're spo- are we spoiler in Tyler? Because yeah. I have one other specific comic question. Because we are three episodes in, correct? Yeah, we're spoiler. Real um, quick, let me get this bit out. Everyone in this MCU, Uncle Ben and Quicksilver, they're the only ones that are going to stay dead. Everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. Uncle Ben's coming back. Even even with Wanda's magical powers or whatever, it all just seems like she's fabricating everything to keep Vision alive, but she doesn't care about her own brother to make him alive again. You know, you would think that... She's controlling everything. Well, I would I would assume that she's controlling everything because she's re- rewinding time and readjusting things when she doesn't like it. But I don't know, man. It just seems like she hates her brother. <laughs> yeah, I sort of – it's this weird thing where like, you know, these are two seasoned actors. So, you know, the MCU is big on getting seasoned actors to do sort of wonky things. So I do appreciate the performances and I don't think they're super easy given what they're trying to do, at least in these first three episodes. But I'm confused on the power base as usual. I'm a little confused on the rules that we're talking about here. And when they do these turns where like Paul Bettany's vision goes kind of dark and asks the serious question to Wanda and the beats in between and how they sort of get out of those hard questions, it's kind of weird. And I don't know if it's uncomfortable is the right word. It's definitely not entertaining, though. Yeah, it's it's more from like they're they're bringing it from House of M, you know, and that's the yeah. I've heard this a lot too. Here. I'm not you so, guys have talked about this on the pod before, but I'm not super familiar. You want to give us a little baby overview? A uh, baby overview is it's kind of similar to this where Wanda, she just or the Scarlet Witch, she warp she has reality warping powers, and so she's pretty high. I think she's an Omega level mutant, and so yeah, she yeah, basically she readjusts the entire world, and she gets rid of I think about like more than half or almost all of the mutant population, and she develops mm. like this whole little kind of fake world that she where everything's kind of perfect magneto's there you know everything right and so it looks like they're kind of ripping that element maybe not ripping off but they're taking that element from house of m and they're just conforming it to where you know she's stuck in a tv it's tv sitcom type of stuff where she's controlling everything and that's why you see it where she's able to kind of something she doesn't like she rewinds she rewinds it or you see it where it just kind of refreshes so we don't think, I mean, even after the end of episode three here, we don't think that this is a multiverse situation. It kind of felt like a Truman Show situation. I, I so I don't, think, like I don't think it control. is. Yeah. So I think Wanda is in control. And if you notice where, uh, I forget her name, Rabo. Um, Monica in, Rambo. Yeah, Monica Rambo. There you go. Um, who is the little girl in Captain Marvel. You know, this is supposed to be the grown up version of her where she kind of has that pendant on and where it's armor. And so where you have shield is like that division where they handle the superheroes. And I believe armor is more where they handle like anything that threatens like their reality, which is pretty much, mm. you know, all the time with, you know, Doctor Strange and almost any superhero, you know, your Franklin Richards and everyone like that. Is it is it armor or is it sword? Sword. I think it's sword. Oh, maybe it that's, is what, sword. that's it for MCU. Yeah. yeah, it's either sword or I think I think armor is another one, too. So I think sword and armor, mm-hmm. I think okay. those are two different ones, because um, mm. I think even if you look on IMDb, I think it goes by armor. And um, so I think that's where like armor is kind of 
they're letting her do her own world, but they're containing it into that little bubble that you see at the end of episode three. And what do we make yeah. of uh, the kids, Billy and Tommy? Billy and Tommy. Oh. Is that Wiccan and Speed? <laughs> is that like, are those real babies or what's happening there? Uh, I think you've seen it before where like with the Wanda Vision or pretty much with like where you have Wanda and Vision together where you see that like kind of classic picture where they have kids and they end up looking like Vision and only pretty much in that with her reality warping, are they kind of sort of able to have those children? So, mm. um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like robotic jizz. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Good for Vision, man. She's hot. Like nice we job, already, man. we already know that radioactive jizz is going to kill you. Yeah. I don't know what robotic jizz is going to do for you. It's just, um, nuts you know, bolts, man. That's all that comes out. So just out of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I call it nuts and bolts. Yeah, yeah nuts but, and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to say that out of the three episodes, which was your guys' favorite? I personally, I thought two was the strongest. I thought it was, I thought that one was really interesting. I didn't really like the third episode, but what do you guys think? I like the third episode. And I think that's because with the first two, like I wasn't exactly too sure what I was going to get. But by the time mm. I was watching the third episode a week later, I'm like, I knew, you know, I, I knew what I was going to get, that they were going to do the sitcom thing for a little while, you know? And then they're going to have little elements of just sort of realism where Wanda or any of the side characters are casually mentioning mentioning that they can't escape, you know, the reality that they're in, that they're prisoners there, you know, stuff like that. And then there's going to be some massive reveal at the end where it's like, great, now I have to watch it next week, you know, because I want to know what's going to happen. I thought the second episode was a bit slicker than the third episode because yeah. the third episode was kind of in your face. It was like, okay, this is this is not real and something's really going up. I think the second episode did it a lot smoother in terms of introducing um a like a mystery or and whatnot but i get it they have to continue the series and it has to be this progression of revealing what that mystery is but i felt like they dangled the carrot a lot better in the second episode and then in the third episode they just drew a bucket of carrots at the uh at the audience i, th I think for me it was that first episode it was definitely the one where i was most open-minded so when it comes on and it's sort of this homage to 50 sitcoms and it doesn't really wink, at least I didn't catch a lot of winks at you right away. It doesn't sort of ease you into it. You're just there. And I think that that caught me off guard. It didn't feel like the MCU to me, which I gave it credit for. But then as you kind of eased into uh, episode two and three, I still don't feel like I'm in the MCU per se. Uh, it was cool to sort of hear, I guess, Randall Park come on the radio and these little sort of uh, nods here and there, these little mystery boxes here and there. but. I don't know. I'm not having a ton of fun yet. And even though it's cool to see uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany in there, I'm not sure that this can maintain as it is for much longer. We're going to have to see, I don't know, Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies or like you said, Monica Rambeau or some, but we're going to have to see something mm. to draw us back in because I don't think it can sustain this for much longer, though I give it a lot of credit for sort of being well produced and looking cool. I'm not having a ton of fun just yet. Did they say how many episodes the series is going to be? It's six. Oh, no, it's nine. I think they said nine. Really? Okay. I think we're going for nine. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, kind of what you're saying, Nick. It's just like with everyone kind of dogs on, you know, the MCU or Disney Marvel, where it's like, you know, it's going to be the same thing or you're going to get yeah. kind of the same version of stuff. So I do like that they are doing something different. You know, it's this weird, it's this weird uh, sort of dichotomy problem I'm having. Like I've complained about the MCU ad nauseum that a lot of those movies outside of the ones I like a lot, like Infinity War, Endgame, the ones with consequences, 
those are the ones that sort of catch me, but all the other ones are sort of like, whatever, they're a little bit the same. Captain Marvel, fine. Doctor Strange, fine. Iron Man 2, all right, it's fine. You know, a lot of these sort of sort of blend together before the Russo brothers kind of got involved there. I still think Winter Soldier is my favorite one. Here, yes, it's very different than that. It's definitely detached from that to a certain extent, but I don't know. MCU built this sort of legacy over 13, 14 years, and it's hard to... I don't, they didn't ease into it at all, so it's hard to sort of splash into this weird 50s, 60s, 70s homage sitcom thing, not really explain a ton, and then sort of just leave you hanging, hoping that you know all the sort of all the sort of stuff that they built ahead is going to keep you attached to it. Uh, yeah, I'm attached for a little bit longer, but if they don't give me some answers here pretty soon, probably check it out. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna riot. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to ask you guys, you guys can say I'm wrong if you guys feel you're but wrong. When I first <laughs> when I first watched it, the first episode, I think I caught that it was TVG as the rating. And then I thought that that was going to be the rating for the entire series. So I was immediately thinking, oh, this is going to be terrible. They're going to make this TVG for the entire series. Um, and then it, on second episode, third episode, I saw that it went up to the PG. 13 but uh I, I don't know how you guys feel about that would you think they would have been pu- been able to pull it off or because the first episode is very tame like there's yeah, basically I nothing think, uh, i think it, well, it, it goes along the along the lines of the theme of like the whole entire show like what's it's trying to do because it's just hitting like you know it's those beat for beat sitcoms like throughout the generations you know what i mean so i think right now they're kind of doing what like your sort of brady bunch or 70s 80s sitcoms or before it was more like your i love lucy's so i think I they go through the period it's a little yeah. 50s, little 60s, little so, 70s, basically. Yeah, because, of course, immediately when she finds out she's pregnant, you know, that's when you start to get the color and they kind of advance like another decade in television. And I did so, like that production yeah, yeah. value. I was sort of like um, creeped out when the color splashed over. Disney. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I do think there's a there's like a subtle creepiness here that I thought at least Tyler would appreciate. A little Mike Flanagan in there or something, you know? Yeah. Which and, I do appreciate, but still I'm confused by it all, you know? It doesn't necessarily blend together in a way that like I, I don't. I'm just not sure what they're going for yet. So I think I'm still confused. Yeah, I'm definitely a little more curious, like how they're going to kind of wrap this up. And I'm, of course, going to watch all of it, regardless of how yeah. in or checked out I am. Like, I'm just like, I got to know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like you, you they've know. earned that much. You know, as much as I complain about the MCU, they've earned that much for me. Yeah. I can give them nine episodes. Fine. And that's what I'm curious about is, you know, how much of what's going to happen in this is going to tie into like, you know, your Eternals or the rest of like, you know, what they're going to be doing with those Marvel movies in general. And so. I have questions for you guys for sure about that. I, uh, we'll get in predictions on maybe in the next part, but I definitely want to ask like who, first of all, is Wanda, Wanda and Vision enough to carry this thing all the way along if you never see sort of Captain America show up or you never see uh, Nick Fury show up? Is it going to be OK? Are you going to be entertained who, uh, enough? I, I think so. Yeah, but I was just going to ask, like, who do you think was on the radio in that second episode? And well, it's Randall Park's mm. voice, right? Isn't is he a character that we've seen in a um in a no, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Jimmy Woo, I think, is who is listed as. I'm not yeah, sure. We haven't seen him in any yeah, movies yet. I saw okay. him. There. I, I think it's. I think it's funny though. He's he's like uh, one of the. He was in a sitcom. I think Fresh Out the Boat. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah I like the first season. Of, uh, Kim yeah. John, he's Kim Jong Un and uh, the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just think it's funny. Uh, whenever I see him, I don't take him for a serious actor. He was also in Always Be My Maybe. But uh, what I wanted to say was, Nick, I think that whole confusion 
confusion and all that with it not being clear is intentional. You know, no, I it's get it. supposed I get to be it. sporadic and with Wanda's uh, reality warping powers, it, it makes sense in that regard to me. I, I just want how they're introducing the mystery. I don't like it. I think it's not going very smoothly, uh, a little too yeah. slow, but um, I, I, I feel like that there. could be a lot better. You know what it reminds and me of, second producer thing, Ryan? It's a tenant. Did you see tenant? I, I reviewed tenant. We nah. didn't talk about it on the podcast, but it's this sort of intentional sort of mystery that it almost like it goes on too long. I saw and it's a little too smart account. for its own good. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> the same way, but yeah. that's at least that they're all the same. You know? <laughs> but I, I, I get sort of annoyed by that. You know, the arrogance of the filmmaker a little bit that that gets you know like he knows he's got the MCU attached to this. I guess Matt Shakeman is his name, and he knows like we're invested. We're probably going to watch. It's a built-in audience, so he can f with us for yeah. a little bit longer than he probably should. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I want to say point. that I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, my second point is that I don't think that Wanda and Vision alone will keep my interest because I, yeah, I'm with you. to be completely honest, honestly, I'm with uh, you. No Wanda disrespect is, either. Like from the comic book standpoint, I think Wanda's great. I think Scarlet Witch is a really good character and that she is super strong. But in the MCU, they did not like build that up the way it is in the comic book. Unearned, so I don't right? necessarily Feels care. Yeah, I don't necessarily care. And then Vision is just a straight up garbage character to me in general. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, like, I don't really. That's how I feel about producer Ryan. Honestly, what does he add to the show, Tyler? (laughs) All right, Vision crippled Rhodey. What are you talking about? All right, oh (laughs) yeah, that was an emotional moment. (laughs) And he's just like, oh, sorry, you know, like (laughs) going back to the no consequences. Rhodey is completely fine and walking, and he's all right. Um, kind of to where you're going with like with the powers and stuff, where. For a while with, I, I would say like MCU and the DCEU, right? And it's kind of been one of my complaints is whenever they have the powers, they're always just like with specifically like Wanda, Scarlet Witch. Here it feels very just, randomized. Well, I know that bothers and, you. And, and throughout the MCU, it's always been like she can just kind of do that thing with her hand. She makes it flow. Like, so it's always been a <laughs> little. They, they, yeah. It's an homage to Bewitch. She twinkles her nose. Yeah, right? so it's, it's, always, it's always been a little vague exactly what she can do because, you know, from the yeah. comics that it's Yeah, I wonder why it's vague because they don't fucking know. <laughs> well, not so much that. I think it's pretty much like. Like, what can she do also? And this is their first time, I think, dabbling into where you actually have a character who has this, these reality warping powers or even just yeah. on that. And it's their first time experimenting with so like a mutant she, on that is level. Is she the villain of House of M? Um, She pretty much is, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, 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 so I like yeah, that turn. Is. If this is where and, that ends up, I sort of find that interesting at least. Yeah, and so this is pretty much where i'm curious like what like how far they're going to go with it because i know like professor x he has kind of a big role when dealing with house of m so i'm a little curious yes. if he's going to that would be my next question a, yeah. i want to know fantastic four or x-men what's coming out of this yeah. so i definitely think if they're going to introduce a time you know for professor x this would be the time you know to introduce oh, him, you know cool. saint shave james, james McAvoy's head. Yeah, who, no, who I, don't know. As a, <laughs> I think fantastic four is a is an easier transition than x-men as well, i pointed out in the because it's only four of them. Yeah, there's only four yeah. of them. It's, it's, it's less like, heavy lifting, but an obviously entire population yeah, of Scarlet Witch very well. But when you compare bad movies and good movies of the Fantastic Four and the X Men, who comes out the winner? Well, we were further away from any sort of watchable Fantastic Four movie, so I How feel dare like there's you? been a little bit of <laughs> Chris Evans as the Human Torch. Yeah, it was great. Jessica yeah. Alba. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, the first one was watchable. The second one meh, had problems, and the third. Don't you remember that scene where he gets? Was, naked in know, front of everyone it was great it was <laughs> the great Josh Ryan, Frank one was you. not my tempo 
<laughs> uh, so uh, just kind of going to get into uh, sword and you know what I talked about briefly with armor. So sword is the sentient world observation and response department. So that's kind of what like is, their, that's I guess word, uh, yeah, that's a novel, right? Yeah, and so so for whatever reason they're there. I don't know why. I always thought it'd be armor because armor is basically your alternate reality monitoring and operational response agency. We yeah, gotta get the Thundercats so. to watch over the multiverse. That's what I want. Yeah. You know. It's funny because I feel like Marvel came up with the words first. They're like, let's think of an acronym that incorporates the word. And then you just made up words like that. They were they really wanted to use Somebody sword really wanted that really wanted sword, right? Armor. We are keeping sword. We all know that. Shield, sword, armor. We got a theme here. Just make the words yeah. fit. Like they're they're a little meta about that. They definitely make fun of themselves a little bit about yeah. that, which but I it's, appreciate. It's, it's comic books, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's like where oh, this yeah, comes from. Yeah. It's comic books. So you have to maybe not cut it some slack, but you know, it's it's going to be tongue in cheek like that. So we um, we talked about this a little bit before the show premiered that if people didn't like this show or this show didn't do particularly well, what does it mean for Disney Plus? What does it mean for the MCU? And now that it's here and we've you know, we saw a lot of trailers that were interesting. But now that it's here three episodes in, I am a shocked that it's this different and b wondering if it's good or not and what that means for the whole the entirety of the sort of the MCU. Um, as in terms of a gamble, it rates really, really well. It's got like 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, 80% audience, which is pretty shocking to me. Um, so I guess it's got a built-in audience and people are okay with the mystery for now, but I'm still confused on if it's going to end up that high and if people really like this show and what it means in a broader sense. Yeah, I think either way they're going to because even disney has said like we're going to invest more in disney plus and i think you know you can't in, really in the do episodic stuff yeah exactly and like i think i think that's a good way to go where you just start going more into the tv route you know with disney plus so either way they're going to kind of keep going that with full steams ahead and but i feel like, me, Cat, like the winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier feels more traditional than this yeah and yeah, I can see that because it's just a different story. And it's and you're right where, you know, we saw the trailers we knew it was going to be different. But, you know, kind of watching it that first episode, I was a little like, oh, they're going to do the TV thing where they're like absorbed into that for a while. Like they're going to that's the entire episode of the little, you know, hints, you know, spread across the ep each episode. But do you guys think where, you know, like I guess you can say with Agnes and even like the other side characters in there are those actual people who are stuck in whatever thing she's kind of doing and it's just vision who's just kind of constructed out of nothing or is it just everything? I think the that end of her? episode three sort of burst that bubble a little bit. Yeah. I feel like some of them are probably agents. You're right. She does get kicked not. out. Yeah. So yeah. So it's kind of Truman show <laughs> yeah. in there, but I do, I definitely like the Agnes character. She wasn't in three as much as I wanted her to be. And the Dottie character is super interesting, although I'm super confused on what she is or what that's all about. You didn't like Herb? What's wrong with Herb? <laughs> Fuck Herb. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> nice. So one thing I don't understand, though, so like, okay, if there are agents, who, what was the girl's name um, that got thrown out? Oh, uh, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. Okay. Yeah. So she gets thrown out. Um so she's not an agent. So then what was she doing in there? Or is that is that just supposed to be part of it's the It's like mystery? the Truman Show. They infiltrated the uh, the, the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be great if they did a Truman episode, you know, in the... Yeah, I, just get, yeah. just bring Jim Carrey bring on. Jim Carrey on. So he, what is he I'm doing? for that.
We now have first-person intel from inside the Westview anomaly. What are we looking at here? Is it an alternate reality, time travel? It's a sitcom. Starring two Avengers? It's a working theory. Life moves fast out in the suburbs. I think something's wrong here. Should we just take it from the top? Wanda, Wanda. I don't know how any of this started. What is outside of Westfield? Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. It's probably just a case of the Mondays. <laughs> I'm sure you guys notice you've got the Hydra Easter eggs in there. And for what, sure, they, yeah. they do the commercials, right? And you see the yeah. Hydra thing. And that third one is not even subtle, yeah. which no, I question, no, you know, maybe that's intentional. So I yeah. won't criticize I'm, too much I'm about it. I'm fine with it because it's it's TV theme. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're in a TV sitcom and it's just, you know, so I'm fine with them kind of being super tongue in cheek and going like that commercial route. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if, you know, it's kind of Hydra that's sort of imprisoned her or if it's just her psyche because she was a part of Hydra for a little while. That's kind of how she got her powers way back in Age of Ultron. <laughs> you know, so I'm wondering if that's just her psyche, you know, kind of doing that and whatever reason she's doing sitcom related, you know, reality stuff. Mm. But it's Yeah, that she it's a it's a defense mechanism for all the trauma yeah. that she experienced. <laughs> but I, I will say that those are things that I did enjoy about the series. Like the the openings, the openings are always different. That was really I cool. That. Yep. I like I like the commercials. It make it puts you in the sense of you're watching it in that era and i do like that but the core of each episode the whole tongue-in-cheek like uh, sitcom-y spoofy thing i'm not really into it i'm just waiting for these beats of uh excitement with which don't um, really ever come i mean that's how i feel about it like well like when it reveals right i respect what i'm looking at but i'm not necessarily entertained by it and mm. I'm almost surprised that I'm not, you know, you say you wait for that beat. I feel like the beats don't come. We get very little sort of like, wow, moments. What are at you least talking three about? There's the, the sitcom one liners. I love those. Those are <laughs> 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 they're great. They're very sassy and very whatever genre they're from. <laughs> I, I think I think the beats do come, Nick, but they rewind it back so then it's ultimately nothing yeah. and then you're just kind of yeah. like okay whatever she erases, she erases your <laughs> mind Paul that's Bettany why says something yeah. serious and then a, a hard edit to something weird happening yeah, yeah like yeah. come on now we can't have any I'm not of that, that that's... entertained by the vacuum cleaner operating itself <laughs> yeah or like oh i wanted to I mention i do like that 70 show mom though it was great to see yeah, uh, Deborah 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 Miller. Miller. yeah. yeah. It definitely was yeah, that's a cool definitely wink was. i like that but I, I I will say that the effects that they do in the show, some of them are kind of cheesy, and I think that's just an homage. Yeah, to, intentional. Uh, yeah. Tongue in cheek. Yeah. But when they introduce that stork, man, that is some really good CG. Like compare that to some of the other garbage crap that went. Straight that's a real to, stork, uh, Ryan. All right, they trained that stork. <laughs> And it doesn't come oh, back. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, I thought that the ending of that sort of moment was also weird and unusual. It's puffing into red smoke, and then it goes against the wallpaper, and then it's sort of just done. It's all kind mm. of weird and unusual. So, and yeah. of course, they mention uh, kind of two things where 
they mentioned the children in the first two episodes, but they don't really oh, yes, mention yes. it at all. Or at least maybe it was just more in that second episode. No, just in the second oh, just episode. In the, I, don't yeah. remember, so, I don't remember in the first episode. Yeah, so they mentioned the children, and I'm wondering because it's you know has to deal with sword. If maybe she's been kidnapped by some sort of you know whatever many different aliens there are in the Marvel universe, or you know who knows exactly what is going on with it. But I guess that's you know kind of the running theme for it. Um, the second thing is just. You know, of course, before, I don't know if it's, you can see in the first two episodes, but in the third one, you see the Mind Stone is still actually in vision. And so, yeah, right. Yeah. Which means the ultimate ending here, if we're going to throw out a prediction, is that vision ain't going to make it out of this either. Oh, no, we're going to see him die again. Oh, yeah. Three times, three yeah, times yeah. in MCU. That's, That's great. Rough. Yeah, yeah. That's a rough ride. I'm going to love every minute <laughs> yeah. of it when he dies. <laughs> um, Tyler, I don't know about you, but as I was watching these last three episodes, I got definitely that rick and morty feel the um oh, the mind fuck episode yeah the, the <laughs> <Yeah>. simulation <laughs> yeah the simulation, yeah, the simulation. Oh, inside a simulation inside <laughs> exactly simulation. <laughs> and i i was just thinking that so if it's just vision if it's his consciousness or whatever he can't figure out that this is a simulation even if it's reality altering because there is a mat like a fact of well, this is like, this is the thing that confuses me right you said that wanda's controlling it and it seems like when he gets close think. to it it's wanda that sort of clears his mind again so that's you know i don't totally get that either and i'm not sure if i love that storyline anyway yeah, I'm curious because, you know, no one like nobody in the MCU or they've never really said like, OK, Wanda has reality warping powers like mm. everybody's kind of power set in the MCU has been, you know, fighting really good or, you know, what I mean, technology based stuff like that. So this is their first time they're kind of stepping outside of that comfort zone. So I'm wondering if her reality powers are just kind of letting her create like another version of the Mind Stone. And that's why Vision's kind of able to kind of slowly somewhat realize that it's he's the, uh, not What was the one that there? was experimented on uh, Wanda? It's the Tesseract? Which oh, one is that? The Mind Stone? No, uh, it's yeah, the... Uh, no, no. Yeah, she gets... Was it the... She gets hers, I think, from the Tesseract. So yeah. From, yeah. Uh, somewhat, yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's been a while. Is it possible that her and Pietro were the only ones who survived those experimentations because they're mutants? Well, they kind of, I remember them kind of leaving that a little vague where it's just like, maybe that is why they survived it because they are mutants. And it is, mm. you know, this could be the series where, because now they own Fox and they own the word mutant, you know, they can use that now. So yeah, yeah. So maybe if, they if, if that was exposed on this show, is that satisfying enough to you guys? Yeah. You're bigger I, I, fans I, than me. Yeah, no, I would. I would like it. I think if they threw in like a Professor X in this, I think I would really enjoy that. And so, because I kind of threw that out there, like, I don't know how many podcast episodes ago, where it's just like, it'd be cool if they threw in Professor X. And the reason why they don't have mutants in the MCU is because he made everyone forget about mutants, which yeah. is something that he could do because he's like, the yeah, yeah. So it would have to be like a fully formed middle-aged Professor X, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Or how how dramatic do you want them to deliver the line mutants? Do you want to be like <laughs> in a commercial the where they mention Hydra? Mutants? <laughs> or do you want them just to casually just add it into conversational? You know, the what mutants. do they call them before advanced or meta? Or I forget what they call them. Yeah, before. I think something like that, yeah. like a metas or something. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I think uh, I can't remember. Maybe advances. That sounds like something they would use. Yeah, yeah that definitely. Does. But now they can but, use the word mutants. You know. So. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for them when they drop that M. Enhanced. That's what they call it. Enhanced. <laughs> but I, I wanted to ask also now, so we don't know. Um, now, 
do you think that this is for Wanda to contain Wanda or is this is for Vision to contain Vision or is it something that is created by another organization to contain both of them? What do you guys think? So it's got to be to contain Wanda, I think, because I think just timeline, this takes place right after uh, Infinity or sorry. Yeah, not Infinity War, Endgame. And so because at that point, she gets snapped. So she's gone for that five years, I think. And then right when she comes back and she's able to kind of, you know, say that thing to Thanos and Thanos is just like, I don't even know who you are. And so <laughs> and, but, this, the meme of the year. Pretty admirably, and she's at the funeral of Tony Stark. Yeah. So there is that. Um, yeah. So again, with I'd want that to be explained where this pivot to her sort of losing her mind comes yeah, from. Yeah. So I think it's, it's Wanda contained in the bubble. And I think it's either, sword is trying to get her out of there maybe and if not maybe hydra or someone else is keeping her in that bubble on purpose mm. for whatever reason who knows so is vision created by wanda i think so yeah i think mm, i think that's interesting i think everything I, I in think there yeah. yeah if i had to guess yeah mm. so i think everything in in there is pretty much her um but the i think like whoever's behind keeping her contained is you know supplying some stuff but you have some things I, like through you know like the yeah, yeah. Or whatever that was in the first episode i, I had a feeling the i like you know i could be completely wrong in this but i thought this was a combination of not just wanda's alternate reality warping abilities but an inclusion of like the technology thing like the truman show or like the simulation that it's like a big uh contained uh uh, cerebro or 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 a computer that is projecting don't fucking this bring back cerebro <laughs> god look at that fucking thing <laughs> it's such a great writing device you can make it do know, so right? much like, it's so, it's so easy to put in <laughs> yeah it's the, the mcguffin that. the mcguffin yeah. that does anything <laughs> well i mean if you look at where it lines up in terms of the eternals or what have you i think that they have to make some choices here um i still lean on fantastic four over um x-men but i think uh what if it's not either one and what if we're just getting like the next big bad whether that's scarlet witch whether that's like mephisto or some one of these weird other side characters kane the conqueror or something like that um is that going to be satisfying enough to you guys um it'll be okay i think i just really i'm curious what they're going to do with the x-men and you know because they're doing the eternals and everything i mean we don't really know like who the next big bad villain is we just have like the theories where it might be like you know uh scarlet witch or i like it might that be, idea like, of being one you know? of the avengers that feels cool and different to me yeah it definitely mm. does but there's just like they could pull from you know because there's so much lore to the yeah. comics you know they could literally pull from anything they could take a minor character blow them up make them a little bit you know a little bit more intimidating. And they have they have yeah exactly <laughs> so i mean it's just like, are we ready to kind of do like a Galactus storyline and like, or is that going to be too weird and too spacey, you know? And so uh, it, don't do that again. Yeah. That that's not easy to pull off. You and, didn't uh, like him yeah. in Rise of the Silver Surfer? He was Surfer? just like a giant cloud. <laughs> he was I a didn't cloud. get it. Yeah, it's a cloud. <laughs> what about, um, I like uh, Kurt Russell in Gardens of the Galaxy too. And that wasn't great either. <laughs> now, yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of Ego. which, I w watched a uh, episode of Spider-Man the Animated Series because that's on Disney Plus. And I watched the episode when they introduced Doctor Strange. And that single episode of Doctor Strange in Spider-Man is way better than the Doctor Strange yeah, movie. Yeah, Doctor Strange, <laughs> Matt, shouts. That movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, you guys should revisit it because basically it was the entire movie sped up and with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and that 22-minute blog, too, is just able to yeah, tell so yeah. much. I still think Benedict Cumberbatch is a miss. 
miscast there, but nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> yeah, he's there. He's Doctor Strange. I don't even know what's happening with him. I better his not movie, see fucking Dormammu again. Dormammu, <laughs> yeah, that guy. So, oh man, but yeah, I I don't know where they're gonna go with this. I mean. I'm still going to I'm going to watch all of it. I would like the inclusion of the X-Men, but I think I like it maybe a little bit more than you guys. And so I'm definitely going to keep on watching this. Uh, it's it's funny because it just follows that beat for beat with a lot of TV shows where it's just like you got the thing that's going on. You know, you know, you're going to be the sitcom for a while. They're going to do those sitcom parodies. They're going to do little hints of realism. Three, or visions, we're going to be like, four episodes yeah. in next week with the 80s, I think. Yeah, you're, with you're the okay 80s. with that? Yeah, how many, how many of these can you take that are just sitcom-y? Mm, at least nine or ten. <laughs> <laughs> He's invested. Yeah, I'm invested. How about yeah. your expectation level, can I ask? Because everybody's a little bit different. I think I tried to well, tame my expectation quite a bit. The trailers kind of elevated it just a little bit. But you guys, again, more of the comic folks, um, was it higher? You know what I mean? Did you go in and have any disappointment whatsoever you know, based I, on expectation alone? I, I don't even know what I was really expecting. Like I knew it was going to be different, and that's yeah. what they kind of gave me was something different. I just The trailers did a good yeah. job of wiping that clean right because yeah. they made it look so weird you you knew it was going to be different you knew they were going to do like that kind of whole tv sitcom thing you knew she was somewhat kind of sort of behind this so as of right now you know i'm kind of invested i'm curious what they're going to do and because you know i generally like the mcu and i like where they're kind of going at at least right now i mean i would give all three episodes i guess the series as a whole like uh maybe like a seven maybe, a seven and maybe right. like a seven yeah. and a half ish but you know there's there's some things that i definitely like i think i like it a little bit more than you guys but i'm gonna watch the rest of it that's for sure hmm. it's confusing to me because i do sort of like it and i do sort of i'm sort of entertained lightly because i like the homage to the 50s 60s 70s i think the 80s episode is gonna be super fun but it's it's weird it's quirky it doesn't totally work and I don't know that what it's building toward with the sitcom stuff and with these mystery box, puzzle box type things is going to be able to pay off seamlessly. Yeah. Some of the stuff seems messy to me. So because mm. of that, I'm going to give it a six, obviously, with some room to grow. But I kind of just lean back on my couch. and I'm like, where is this going? And am I having fun watching it? Uh, for myself, I found it very interesting. Uh, I'll give it that. It is something different. And I do like that. But... I'm not really into the whole uh, like uh, comedic era spoofing stuff. I, I wasn't like into those shows. <laughs> I was. I love twins. <laughs> and I, twins. I, <laughs> but I. I like. I. I didn't watch. Uh, uh, I love Lucy. I could watch it now. Like, but I don't. <laughs> I could watch Bewitched. I could watch like all these other shows. I wasn't into them. Like growing up or you whatever. Watch Nick or at even night? Now. Come on, that's I, great stuff. No, I. I. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like Nick at Night. Like even Happy Days. I wasn't really into Happy Days and all that. One, like. Two, three, Happy <laughs> yeah i i just thought they were all like blase or, or boring or whatever and them them spoofing those tv shows didn't really do it for me i'm like okay that's cool i can respect that but well it's, they're not gonna I, it's not entertaining anime yeah. or dc comic <laughs> movies you know? well they should nick that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's a slice so, of americana you know <laughs> but i i respect it for what it's doing it's doing something different and those moments where they introduce some of that mystery i do 
do like and I am hooked on that aspect. I do want to see what happens. I do want to see uh, what's really going on. And I, that's why I think I'm going to continue it. But for just the comedic aspect, I'm not really into it. So I'm going to sit right in the middle of you guys. Uh, 6.5. 6.5. Okay. Yeah. Until they show me something better or like, you know, make me change my you, mind. You said a good I word. Gonna... Respect, right? But that won't last forever. So I also respect it. I think that's a good word that you used. But I can't survive with just, you know, respecting it because it's different for the, you know, for the duration of for nine the sake episodes. of Yeah, for the yeah. sake of it being different. Yeah, yeah I get show you. Show me something else. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment, recommendations. Is there anything you guys want to recommend that you show got over me the week or the weekend? salad. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go first. I'll recommend uh, another true crime one. Uh, easy four episodes, although it's tough to watch. Um, Night Stalker on Netflix. Overproduced. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, you watch yeah. It? yeah, overproduced. No, I didn't a watch bit. it, but I saw the the trailer for it. People and are it talking really about it. Yep, people seem to like it a lot. I watched it last night. It made me turn my alarm on and uh, double check my locks. Uh, it's <laughs> creepy, and I did not know about the serial killer. And sometimes, like uh, even though I think this one's a little overproduced, and I, I wasn't totally in love with the way they interviewed everybody. Um, you know, I always like it when they sort of focus on the victim. They didn't do a ton of that on this one. But it's well worth the watch. Like I said, four episodes. And I, I appreciate it. I like that Netflix stays with the true crime stuff. And then One Night in Miami, which is uh, directed by Regina King, who you know I love from Jerry Maguire and The Watchmen. So well worth the watch. Maybe not a perfect film. It's on Amazon Prime, but uh, worth watching. Uh, so for myself, uh, I got into a show on Netflix called Sweet Home. If you guys haven't heard of it, it's really cool. Um, it's based off of a Korean webcomic, and uh, it's actually pretty popular. Uh, and it got uh, the licensing got picked up by Netflix, and now they're doing uh, episodes on Netflix. But it's essentially this horror genre. Like it, they're stuck inside of this uh, apartment complex, and they don't really know what's going on. Um, it's really interesting. It's really cool. And it's very creepy. I saw I've been watching it with my wife. Uh, it's not too creepy that my wife is not into it. So it's something that we're able to experience together and fairly entertaining. So I suggest go checking it out. Uh, I also caught Middle Ditch and Swartz on Netflix. It's Wait, um, what? Ben what? <laughs> uh, Tom Middleditch and Ben Schwartz oh, they have yeah. a show together yeah, all right. yeah and it's long form improvisation so they're just on a stage they talk to the crowd for a bit and then they do like a 30 to 45 minute episode of them just improving the entire wow. episode. What is that on? Yeah. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, you should check it out. Very funny. Both of them are hilarious, but it's called Mildich and Schwartz. Um, my friend showed me it and I love it. It's I think it's only three episodes, but each one is like 45 minutes to an hour. So you're going to get a good amount of laughter in there. All right. Uh, I got into Apple TV. So I watched uh, Defending Jacob and Ted Lasso. Uh, oh yeah 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 was great so that was definitely one where it's just it sneak up it sneaks up on you on just how great it actually is so unbelievable soundtrack um, too great fucking yeah. music on that yeah show. good sound mumford mumford and sons there we go mumford so, and sons yep yeah. celeste i think is the other one just <laughs> great apparently stuff. they're really cool with jason sudeikis and everything so uh <laughs> sneaky emotional tyler, right kind of like yeah. scrubs yeah. makes you laugh makes you cry oh, right. it seems yeah. tyler i keep on i keep on like beating down on apple tv like they don't have any That's so it's worth 
that's it's worth one. watching. Like oh, I yeah. have Apple TV and I've haven't revisited it ever. Yeah. Like I literally, they haven't watched anything. Defending on. Jacob I, was okay, but Ted yeah. Lasso is the one that makes you want to keep it. Yeah. So Ted Lasso is pretty good. There's only about uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, in okay. So oh, yeah. It's not, it's not super long. So you can literally, it's a low risk. You know, you can just watch an episode. and Can see I ask how you watched it, Tyler? Did you binge it clean or how'd you do it? Um, I did about some like I would binge, sometimes I would binge like two episodes in a row, but I pretty much did like an episode a day pretty much. So I went in mm, when it was but... three in and then went week to week. And I remember when I got to the third one, I, it was a bummer that I had to wait. Oh, but really? I enjoyed having to wait because again, it's sitcom-y makes you sort of anticipate it, look forward to it. And I think elongating it over those like six more weeks or whatever it was uh, made me happy. I really yeah, like that I show did. and I'm really looking forward to season two. Yeah, I definitely like that, you know, as, that thing that they're doing with all the streaming where it's like, we'll give you the first two or three in the first week so you can kind of watch it and see if you like it. And then you can kind of- A long time ago, we discussed this on your podcast and I think that's the winner, right? I think that's the best way to go. You can yeah. do four or three or two, whatever you want to do, but then slow burn it, you know? Yeah, it's like, do I always want to watch 10 full episodes and, you know, get their Stranger Things? Like, I don't yeah. have these, nine hours yeah. to blow. I have to no. sleep and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> these freaking streaming services, though, they're basically becoming cable. Yeah, they That's are. not what I want. Yeah, I, don't, I, know, yeah. I want video it's, on it's demand. It's between these two, these two ideas. I get it. <laughs> yeah, so, but definitely Defending Jacob, uh, it was... You know, defending Jacob is one of those things fine. where it, it was fine, but I'll I want to say <laughs> it's it's definitely like it's Tyler's hot take on defending Jacob is just it's fine. fine. It's, just, <laughs> so it's it's entertaining enough to you're just like okay, well now I got to watch the next episode. It's well it's, made. Yeah, it might, it it's kind of like well Big made. Little Lies. Yeah. It's not like it's amazing, but it's what it's glossy. Yeah. It's cool. Good stars. It's good it's enough. Fine. If if you don't have anything to watch right now and you're in the mood for a drama, then yeah, go for defending Jacob. If you have like yeah. a 13 year old boy son, you should probably watch it. You know, yeah, watch it right there. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, thirteen gen. What are they? Generation wise? Yeah, they're whatever. All yeah. different ball games. So <laughs> I'm so old; it doesn't matter now. <laughs> all right. Uh, next episode. What are we doing, guys? Do we know yet? So are, I thought about it, and you know, I know we're I know we're bi-weekly now, right? And I know yeah, that bi-weekly. we're doing Wandavision. We're gonna do the boys at some point. Uh, Producer Ryan's gonna make us watch some anime thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead with an adult drama. I can't help it. You know, I'm probably not gonna get a lot of chances this year. <laughs> when have you not gone with an adult drama? <laughs> <But if you laughs> have, so I'm gonna surprise you a little bit. We're going to do the social network next week. All right. Oh, We've been talking about it for a while. Right. The election's yeah. over. The drama's sort of out of, you know, the balloons a little bit, a little bit of the air is let out. Let's go back. We'll do Aaron Sorkin, David Fincher. Let's do the social network. <laughs> okay. All right. I yeah, I love some David Fincher. So, all right. Where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice, check out my other podcast, Dragon Quest. Find it on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. Just want to follow me, Twitter and Instagram at... Uh, Ryan underscore dot com. Ryan with an I <laughs> underscore D O T C O M. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, always dancing. <laughs> oh, no. Don't you can go find to that me. I'm, I'm behind Bernie in the Bernie memes. <laughs> uh, you can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies all time, top 10 movies of the year. Hit me up at Twitter at realwatch and east to west with Nick and Rob. Season two coming pretty soon. Go back and listen to season one. And we're talking flick. Catch us over on Twitter at flick underscore talking. And if you really like us, leave a rating review, if whatever podcast app you listen to. to Division. <laughs> uh, we also have Patreon. You can donate any amount of money and get access to other. Take the Mindstone. So, yeah, take the Mindstone. Give us the money. freaking donate, man. Come donate, on, <laughs> donate money. Donate money. <laughs> tell us, uh, tell us to watch something. We'll, we'll watch yeah, it for we'll you watch guys. It. We'll watch adult dramas only. Adult, yeah, adult dramas <laughs> only. So.
<laughs> we'll bring out uh we'll bring back the uh, watch alongs that'll be fine yeah, don't right? try to kill your brother <laughs> he <along>. did. <laughs> yeah i could i could what hey. a thing to bring up man <laughs> We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> about non sequitur. <laughs> I could I could watch Human Centipede three, maybe. You know, oh, I, could, I, could, I think I could. I think I'm off. I've gotten I've gotten my palate cleansed since watching the second one, so I think I could watch the third one. So. I'm always down for another Human Centipede. <laughs> All right, or Midsummer. I would love to watch Midsummer. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I was, yeah, that's been on my list. I've got like all these movies that are just on my list, and it's like I'll watch, oh, them, I'll watch definitely... them. I'll watch them, and then yeah. It, Midsummer is one of those movies that, like, okay, we're gonna do it for the pod. Yeah, uh, that's no, yeah, because we did. Right? Okay, we're gonna do it for the pod. Yeah, we uh, do. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's but, the girl it's from like, Black Widow, so it'd be a nice lead into Black Widow when that ever comes out. Yeah, it would be too, and like, and also too, like, I'm always just like, oh, I want to watch this Blumhouse movie, but then it just, it, yeah, it yeah, somehow just gets lost, and then a year goes by. So we're coming uh, out of it. I think uh, 2021, maybe summertime, it's gonna start to be more new movies releasing. They keep delaying stuff, but I think we're gonna start to finally get some new big ones. Yeah, summer if anything i think winter probably at the latest you know for sure and you know but i think we'll eventually get james bond 2027 yeah 2027 or black widow (laughs) you know never (laughs) black widow's going to disney plus it's gonna happen i don't know why they haven't i I think so yeah i don't know why they haven't only a matter of time it's such a wonder it's just like just put it on there but anyways uh we'll have a link in the description for everybody's stuff finish the show ryan hey that was talking flick and we will talk at you next week you guys know i can move stuff with my mind right (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm excited for the nick cage stuff that that movie that's coming out that uh what is it uh he's got a documentary uh, is nick cage yeah Yeah. the swearing word one yeah i haven't caught that yet but i definitely want to catch it i hear it's fascinating you know for 2020 coming to a standstill on a lot of stuff like we've been getting streaming stuff like nonstop. so i'm still sick of it i'm sick of watching stuff on my couch but i know that the there's light at the end of the tunnel here yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So it, what I think fall or not fall, but fall or winter. Ultron's sure. gonna kill the virus. <laughs> yeah. Another year. Another, Another year. year. <laughs> Another year, Nick. Just relax at your home. Chill out, you know. You, if you want, we can steal one of those fancy movie chairs from the from the canneries, the ones that I are would like that. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. Just go you in there. You can rent out a theater for a hundred bucks. Talking flick will do that. Yeah, we'll do. We we could oh, yeah. we'll do that. Bring, yeah, bring everyone. Yeah, we could do that. We could bring our audio equipment too and everything. So just like we're gonna oh, sit man. up here. We rented the theater, so it's ours. So, <laughs> hey, that sounds like a really good idea. Patreon us if you want to. Yeah, if you want that. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what they're playing. I mean, are they playing anything? We can watch New Mutants. You guys would love that. No. Oh I'd yeah, 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 yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I would be down to watch New yeah. Mutants. I haven't watched it yet, but I know it's a snooze fest. And, yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect though, because then we can talk through it, and it's just like, why not? You know, like. But it does have yeah. lesbians, if that intrigues you at all. So all right, I'm in. Yeah. Mutant lesbians, <laughs> yeah, mutant lesbians. So oh. I'm just gonna throw that out there, Ryan. Mutant lesbians, not Twist regular. My arm. <laughs> oh wait, we're still recording. Oh, oh no, oh man, that's out there forever. So all right, is that the show? I think that's yeah, that's all right, the show. that's the show. <laughs>